Ignite your curiosity with Austin next. We're watching Austin transform from a thriving ecosystem into a global superstar. With our host, Jason Scharf, we aspire to better comprehend the true nature of innovation. Together, we will uncover what makes a successful ecosystem and navigate the technologies shaping our future. Now let's dive into what's next. Austin is adapting to and building the future in real time. I'm Michael Scharf. We are exploring and driving our transformation into the next innovation powerhouse. I'm Jason Scharf. I'm a bio-researcher at UT to the assembly line worker at Tesla, from the musician on 6th Street to the coder at Dell. And with the founders, funders, and early employees of the next great startup, we are all Austin Next. Today's Austin Next was recorded at the IoT, Quantum Computing, and AI Conference here in Austin, November 2nd and 3rd, 2022. We are proud to be a media partner with the Informa Conference team and are joined today by Jenna Lee Howell. Jenna Lee is the VP for Informa Tech's Applied Intelligence Group, driving the collaboration and opportunity Informa offers to the AI, IoT, and quantum computing community. Over the past 12 years, Jenna Lee has held a range of roles through consulting, product management, and business development focused on transformative technologies in industrial markets. This alignment of technology and verticals is critical for supporting clients and developing strategic digital transformation initiatives. This is quite a conference, from mobility companies to consumer products to fintech, chess champions to NFL quarterbacks, all here to talk and learn about changes in the IoT, quantum computing, and AI worlds. Jenna Lee, welcome to Austin Next. Thank you. Thank you both. It's great to be here. We've got three conferences, three separate topics. Each would be a big draw on their own. Why combine them into one event, and how does that impact who's here? Absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head there. When we are thinking about these conferences, we talk about IoT World, AI Summit, quantum computing. In the past, they were separate conferences. But actually, for us and what we're seeing in the innovation of these markets and them coming together, if you look at these technologies in silos, you're missing the bigger picture. And that's something I think has come out in many conversations over the past few days, especially this morning with Gary Kasparov. He talked about the game of chess. You talk about one, moving one piece, one move. If you don't think about the big picture, how do you play and strategize your entire game? If you only think about IoT without thinking about AI or quantum computing, how are you really playing the long game for your business and setting up this type of technology? That's why we think it's important to bring these together. And I think it's great. One of you, the awards you gave today was to an AI company that's using IoT devices to help decrease the number of mistakes, as Gary would say, and in, in this case, the number of accidents on the road. Yes. And that was a great company to give the award to and a very, very needed kind of thing to have happen. And it's been interesting just seeing like the headlines. You had a chess champion with Gary Kasparov. We had Vince Young talking about sports. We had the athletic director to UT. We had Michelin, a whole host of other types of things. And I think that's one of the things I find interesting in this convergence is when you think about the application layer, it's all over the place, right? It is mm -hmm. almost everything. That's You're absolutely right. And I, I think, again... For these technologies, think about IoT. You have to connect the devices. You have to collect that data. You have to compute that data and actually create some type of value out of it. It's a lot of different technologies across that chain. And that's what I think is important. We don't, we don't want this to be just an embedded conference or just a software conference. You have to think across the chain. And, and that was important to get across in, in these different speeches and bringing people from so many different layers and facts of life, right? Bringing them together to show that we all have commonalities 
even though you have two different champions, one from a sports world and one from a chess world. So noticed a lot like when walking the expo floor was a lot of kind of the embedded either hardware or software. The headliners seem to be from my perspective, a lot of the application space. So who is it that should be attending this? So it is it is the mix, right? And that's what I think is important. When you talk about bringing these technologies together, bringing this ecosystem together, it's an ecosystem. It's not just your embedded folks or your application uh, developers. It's those chance meetings, right? And how do we have those? How do we create those opportunities to talk across the ecosystem? That's the point of the conference. It's not just to get together with all embedded folks and talk about what's happening in embedded. It's you think about the CHIPS Act, and we had a panelist uh, panel talking about the CHIPS Act here uh, yesterday. And one of the things they were saying is this is for the entire ecosystem. It's not just for the manufacturers, not just the semiconductor manufacturers that are going to benefit from this. It's actually the entire ecosystem. It impacts students. It impacts talent. It's the entire chain. And then you hear the athletic director saying people are asking him to talk to the governor about it. All of these worlds are colliding. So it is about not just talking to one set. It's the entire ecosystem coming together to have those conversations. I did think that that was a fascinating comment that he made, especially when he talked about the UT football being the front porch to Austin and where these conversations and collisions are happening and how technology is not just at a conference like this, but being at, you know, we toured the Moody Center, which was very high tech and amazing to, again, the sports world, to just everything that we're doing in Austin, which then brings to the point that, this is not a one-off that this conference is in Austin. You move this conference from Silicon Valley to Austin. Why the move and why the move here? Right. So it is, again, back to the technologies and the culture we want to be getting across. When we create those opportunities to talk across the ecosystem, that's the point of the conference. It's not just to get together with all embedded folks and talk about what's happening in embedded. It's you think about the CHIPS Act, and we had a panelist uh, panel talking about the CHIPS Act here uh, yesterday. And one of the things they were saying is this is for the entire ecosystem. It's not just for the manufacturers, not just the semiconductor manufacturers that are going to benefit from this. It's actually the entire ecosystem. It impacts students. It impacts talent. It's the entire chain. And then you hear the athletic director saying people are asking him to talk to the governor about it. All of these worlds are colliding. So it is about not just talking to one set. It's the entire ecosystem coming together to have those conversations. I did think that that was a fascinating comment that he made, especially when he talked about the UT football being the front porch to Austin and where these conversations and collisions are happening and how technology is not just at a conference like this, but being at, you know, we toured the Moody Center, which was very high tech and amazing to, again, the sports world, to just everything that we are doing in Austin, which then brings to the point that, this is not a one-off that this conference is in Austin. You move this conference from Silicon Valley to Austin. Why the move and why the move here? Right. So it is, again, back to the technologies and the culture we want to be getting across. When we bring these technologies together, it's the collaboration across the ecosystem that will drive that innovation. We, we want folks to come, yes, and learn about quantum or to come and learn about AI. But it is the open-mindedness to think bigger and to bring these things together. I think that culture of collaboration and that future thinking is something that Austin has really embraced. Um, we have a different culture. We want folks to work together. We want to help each other, drive each other forward. And you see that from the university to the governments, to the vendors, to the end users here in Austin, all working together. We are a city 
but we're also almost a small town. And you see that on the stages and the speakers working together. And again, I, I think that was incredible. You Thinking folks are sitting at a football game in a stadium next to each other talking about technology here. That is the culture we want to bring. That's why we've brought it to Austin. What's been interesting, you're not the first conference to move. And as we recorded this morning, the CMA has just announced that they're coming here now. And we've seen consensus, which is, you know, big blockchain move here. One of the things that happens that I've seen when these conferences or F1 or any of these things move here, they take on a certain Austin flavor. It's not the same thing that they had in New York. It's not the same event they had in Silicon Valley. So how has the conference changed to be an Austin event? So I think the difference is, and something I've seen in, in other events as well that are coming to Austin, and just being in the events industry, when we when we're looking at cities and and, and we're we're picking where we want to be, yes, you're you're part of that city. You you're going there. You're bringing together uh, folks in the city to have these discussions. But Austin pushes us to be part of the community. So when you come here, it's not just about bringing a conference to Austin. It's how do I now be part of this community and help this community drive forward. And I, I loved one of our speakers said that yesterday is I'm I'm here. I'm part of this technology community. Well, I'm part of Austin community. So what can I do to help the technology community? Um, and that's we're all here to help each other. So that is important. I think really thinking through how do you be part of the Austin community? That cultural aspect is a big deal here in Austin. We've identified it as one of the superpowers. We're, we're past the bulk of the pandemic. You're here now. You couldn't do this kind of a, a convention two years ago, last year, whatever. How's it feel to be back? Oh, it's amazing. I mean, it was so tough. I, I travel a lot. I love travel. I love seeing people. We love the interactions that we see on the floor, in the evenings, at restaurants around town. And not being able to do that for two years was, was tough, right? And and there, there were definitely benefits and um, reminders of life during those two years and the time you got with family and everything else. But I... I think now coming back, it's a different perspective when you're at the events. I mean, it was wonderful to see mom had her baby in a stroller yesterday in the conference. And we're bringing family into this as well. We hear the speakers talking about their children. I think we are coming back with a slightly different perspective. I had to mention to her, she was by far the youngest (laughs) attendee here. And I didn't see her badge, but I'm sure you guys just let her in. That, that child we got to watch out for in 10 years, we like just <laughs> running circles around everybody. There you go. I want to pull the string a little bit and talk about the convention itself because Jason and I have written a lot and we've talked a lot about networking and networking events. And they aren't what they used to be in terms of creating those collisions. And I've been to a lot of conferences. You've run a lot of conferences. One of the, the highest compliments I've ever given a conference is it's great hallway and that's what I'm beginning to see here is that kind of hallway. What are you guys doing to promote that and really to create those those opportunities? It, so I think it's not thinking in silos. When, when we ask about who do we want at the conference, it's not a straight answer. There's It's not this bucket in this bucket. No, absolutely not. There are multiple groups we want to involve. And so we had our, our, our welcome reception on day zero at the DKR Stadium, which was fantastic. But it's about bringing together folks from many different aspects of life because we felt like that was the conversations that that would drive would be different. And you would have those chance encounters with somebody you might not normally run into at a separate conference. So that's for us is bringing together the unique groups, convening unique communities. Okay. 
you've already set up your time for 2023, the Palmer Center, another gorgeous location here in Austin. You said you had some big plans going on for, for around the Palmer Center. What do we look forward to for the Applied Intelligence Conference next year? I can't wait. I mean, yes, we're moving across the river, but also I, the greenery, the green space there, that's what we're so looking forward to. We absolutely love the untraditional experience. And I have to say thank you. This has been a lot of fun for us to be sponsoring you know, this program with you guys, to be able to get out there and talk about the fact that Informa made available to folks who had just lost their jobs. We're in an interesting economic time, to say the least, to offer them hall passes, if you will, and um, to come here, get the all-access pass, and that's great. So well done. Thank you on behalf of the folks here in Austin. I'm assuming folks took advantage of that? Yes, absolutely. I think that's been very tough, thinking about Austin, thinking, again, we want to be part of the community. These people are our people. How do we get them back into jobs as quickly as possible? How do we help with that? I think that's critical for us, and anything we can do to support that is important. So we're about a day and a half into the two-day conference, right? And so there's been some good times to see some observations and what we're kind of seeing. Obviously, AI, IoT, quantum, really big topics, really big things. But bringing it into the Austin innovation ecosystem, how do you see those three distinct things, or as they converge, starting to play out and affecting here in Austin? It's an interesting one. I mean, we had a lot of folks from the city here as well. Um, so when you think about smart mobility as a key one, I think Austin has been focused on smart mobility. You you hear some of the projects and, and the discussions here, looking at how do we take the data that we're getting from from our cameras, from our city, um, and use that to, to do something different um, with our city. I think that's one way. I think also in Austin specifically, the hardware side is important, right? When you when you think and you hear about this manufacturing investment from the government, um, from the national government, and you start seeing folks like Samsung invest in multiple multiple fabs in Austin, the jobs that that brings, and the change in infrastructure that is needed to support that level of investment will be critical to the growth of Austin and the technology development here. It is interesting. We, we've some of the superpowers, and they, they all seem to be really coalescing at this conference, right? We talked about the open uh, community. Something else is we talk about one: we're living in the future, and what that means from our perspective is not only are we innovating and creating new things, but we're deploying it here as well. And to your point, there was quite a few, as you said, Austin representation on the whole smart cities track. You had Austin Energy, you had multiple people from the city and being able to try out these new things. At the same time, we hear about like UT bringing on the uh, you know Boston the Dynamics robots onto the campus. And so how do you see us kind of being on that leading edge and being experimentation? How does that kind of play into both the things you're seeing at the conference and then what that's going to play out between this year and next year's conference? Well, this is our first year here. And I think we've only found a handful of things that are going on around Austin. There's so much more to explore and to showcase. And, and to us, that's important. What is happening around Austin? We want to learn. We want to showcase that. We want to be presenting that to the world. Uh, this is this is why Austin is great for the technology world and, and what is already happening here. But as you said, what can happen in the future? Bring it. Bring it to Austin. So as to thinking about next year's show, and I'm going to show my own personal bias in <laughs> this, 
But one of the elements that I did feel was missing, mm -hmm. uh, especially in these kind of spaces, was a more significant life science representation. When looking at the agenda, I think J&J &J is here, but that conversation is much more about optimizing supply chains versus when I think um, Worley, you know, uh, big big name here, did a great conversation about kind of the intro into quantum. I loved his, uh, his line about, which is, I think, quite uh, provocative, which quantum is this generation space race, not AI. He, he said that specifically, so I'm sure it's a fight in words with some of the AI <laughs> folks. But you see that when you hear about the use cases for quantum, you know, drug design and being able to do some things from scratch is really kind of some of the areas that we see. You also see biosensors being a bigger, big you know, component of the life science industry. So that is one thing I think that as you look at to next year to really start to pull in that group as well. And I think that the convergence of that space in Austin is a place that uh, we really have the opportunity to shine. And I think that that's emerging in Austin as well. So we we have a series of events, right? So that this event specifically is in Austin. We also have an AI summit in New York in four weeks' time. In New York, we talk life sciences. We talk finance um, along the East Coast. But again, as Austin grows and Austin merges, it's not one group or the other. We start to see multiple applications and industries that can take it on these technologies and really do something with them. And so, as you say, I think these are emerging technologies in, in, in industries in Austin that we could start seeing some really interesting innovation come out and start to highlight that as well. I mean, I think one of the, the really great things about Austin is you know, and maybe this will be a new term, we're the convergence capital, right? I think that the ability to bring in these new and different technologies, but then mix and match them, mix and match them with business models and all sorts of different changes, I think is really what is where we're going to shine, right? Like not to push anybody who's in fintech uh, in Austin, but I think about when I think about fintech, I think about New York, I think about Miami, right? Like, and that's going to be the key is lean into some of the things that make us unique and different. And here it is that, that really broad range. I mean, it's not just, you know, B2B SaaS, it's we build rockets, we build uh, electric vehicles, we have life science, we have a burgeoning CPG, we have enterprise, and it's just this real large base and diversity in the sectors that when you have, and it kind of, again, the theme of the conference, these different